Hey, I'm Tanya. And I'm Barbara. And this is a Page of My Diary podcast where we will be talking about past and current events and life experiences. And as you all hear, I have my mom back. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're going to be chopping it up as usual. And so we're going to get right into the topic. As you see, the title of this podcast is Soul Food. Me and my mom are going to talk about something that is a part of black culture. Yeah, we like very yeah, that's very important to us. And um, you know, people don't never talk about the history of soul food and what it means to them and their families and how they feel about um the effects of soul food health wise, because some people would say that eating too much soul food is killing us ultimately and causing health problems. So we're just gonna get um right into it. So this is gonna be fun and informative all at the same time so you know i have questions as usual and i'm just just go off of my list so mama what do you know about the history of soul food and like what are your thoughts like when you think about soul food and his in the history what are your thoughts on that um well um i would like to i would say that so what we usually would refer to soul food as it coming from up from from slavery as you know the masters would give the slaves the bad part bad portions of food and so that the slaves will have to make do with what they got the scraps off the table uh uh that's what they would say right and the slaves they would just make do with what they got with the chitlins and the hog mugs and the the greens and all these things they would take those things back and they would come up with great recipes for their families i guess back in the slave quarters or whatever right and then when you and then you know bringing it up from slavery uh soul food was like uh uh deeply rooted in the south <laughs> right and um the expression soul food was originated in the 1960s when black <coughs> pride was coming through and soul was referred to like black pride oh yeah yeah so yeah okay. so that's i didn't, where know, it comes I didn't from. know that yeah. okay mama well you was born in the 60s so you know yeah, 68 okay mama so basically my thoughts are very similar to my mom's you know when i think about the history of soul food i know it's more of a southern thing i'm I'm not saying they don't eat soul food up north but i know it originated more down south because that's where more of the farming and stuff was happening and i know that the they just got basically like you said the scraps off the table but i what i read up on was the slave masters didn't want the slaves to be strong off meat or they didn't really want them to be they felt like giving them too much meat would make them lazy so they gave them more veggies than they gave them meat okay and so that's where we get the greens and the sweet potatoes and the all of the different vegetables the mm-hmm. okra and the green beans right. and stuff because they didn't get a lot of meat so the fact that they didn't have a lot of like options they had to just make do with what they had they did have the hog but i don't think they was getting bacon and stuff i think they was getting what we know as chitlins and so they would eat stuff like that they would season their food with it and and all that so i think when i think about it historically i think about it as a way of survival because they had to make do with the little bit that they had 
it was like it, I, I I'm appreciative of the history because we were able to keep something from our African ancestry. Right. The way that they cooked the food, you know, was different from how Europeans or even Native Americans prepared food because it tasted different. And um, right. so that's what I think about it when I think about it historically, like down south, um, African ancestry with probably the way the food is prepared and just making do with like ve few veggies and like the bad part of the meat that they got yeah, they make they make um i mean what's the old saying they turned lemons into lemonade they really did and you know although soul food has its roots in the south it did make its way north like chicago new york uh New Orleans and all those all these people put their stamp on it as well right, right. and then when you talk about soul food like what are what do we what do we consider the um what do we consider soul food what are what are the the meals like you got chicken oh yeah I would say definitely chicken, chicken. but I don't think they was getting chicken back then not like what that what I'm talking about right now like, yeah, we talking yeah. about like chicken I would say some staples is chicken macaroni and cheese right greens greens, greens. peas all kind of peas and these are peas. the things that they were given back in slavery right. the peas and the beans like and beans. right uh, corn all kind of different forms of cornbread right you know one thing is like we eat a lot of cornbread but I, I like to read slave like narratives and stuff and i noticed they always had they ate like cornmeal mush right. like in that spread it was almost like a pot of grits or a pot of oatmeal but it was like cornmeal mush or something and that right. was filling because that was another just another <laughs> staple that the slaves gave to the the slave masters gave to the slaves right right uh was cornmeal and they right. had to make a way right right i know that when even i know that when i was a little girl uh my great great grandmother was still alive and i mean she would she would make cornmeal mush that's what it's called cornmeal mush okay and it's like a hot cereal was it good no it's like a hot, it's like a hot cereal because we didn't really keep that look we eat some grits though it's like a hot cereal like okay a, right okay yeah and i was but i um dressing mm -hmm. even though that's more thanksgiving but i mean we're gonna do a whole podcast on the origins of thanksgiving but anyway for black people when we just celebrate that day off because we don't be celebrating the demise of the Native Americans. But we just celebrate that day off and Preach. eat. Dressing. That's important. If you don't make good dressing. Potato no. salad. And then all the desserts. Even though I know they wasn't right, eating. I was just for the mention desserts. I guess. I mean I guess you would say that that would. Be something that the slaves. That was like a, a treat. Yes. When they, when they got married. It was. Depending on the plantation you were on. Some of the masters allowed a wedding and they allowed them to eat a little bit better so they had a they, cake yes you know so not like a decorated wedding and cake pies. but they would just use yeah. everything right right and make it delicious yeah but for us you know sweet banana pudding peach cobbler patty pie or sweet potato pie cooked cook by q pound cake all that so yes that's like soul food is historically i'm i'm happy that it's something that we were able to to 
to be a part of like African black American culture now. So that's, that brings me to my next question is, um, is soul food a part of your culture, like your family and who you are? Is that something that's a part of your culture? And if so, like kind of explain, like, how was it incorporated into your, your well, culture? Yes, of course. Now I'm going to tell y'all right now, I do know how to cook, but I don't be cooking on a regular basis, <laughs> but I, I can throw down when it's time. Anyway, you know, me coming up as a little girl, just it was on the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, yes. Easter, a birthday. You know, right. the grandmamas and the great aunties, they was throwing down. When I tell you, they was throwing down cakes everywhere, everything cooked from scratch. Right. Ain't no we gonna make a cake but we gonna bring a betty crocker box cake box up in here none of that everything made from scratch right greens macaroni and cheese hog mugs all the peas the black eyed peas the the white peas the southern beans the northern beans the northern beans all that greens cabbage dang y'all was going down huh the 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 hot cornbread and now we put cornbread cornmeal from, on fish and it tastes so good when you fry it with cornmeal hot cornbread the cornbread with the cornbread in the oven everything they was cooking right and so you know fast forward from back then when i was a little girl my mama then was throwing down on on the holidays right right my mama could throw down right right i mean they was making everything that they mama then was making right right they was cooking and then i know that um i i know one year um i decided that i was gonna do thanksgiving all by myself let me tell you a sister threw down i mean i cooked everything and it was really? delicious yes okay mama so i bet I, you y'all didn't eat till like two o'clock in the morning whatever <laughs> but i threw down yeah that was my first time really getting in there and throwing down for my for, i was married to raymond and all that and i just cooked the whole thanksgiving meal all by myself right and it was delicious and as a matter of fact i got my um my recipe book right there okay yeah okay well i mean we both got similar stories it's definitely a part of my culture too um but you were raised up in chicago i moved away from chicago when i was six and i moved to north carolina the south and my stepmom's mom was born in hamlet north carolina and she is like my first when i think about the culture of like soul food i think of q that's my grandma she uh -huh. was born and raised in hamlet north carolina she said she got up every day when she was from the time she was like seven or eight and had to make a hundred biscuits for the family they had like she said a lot of their food they grew it it was fresh vegetables and food so and they had chickens and stuff I like yes like they so killed good. chickens and plucked them and so her like that's her life is like literally like when you think about down south and fresh soul food and so kill almost every single day like i grew up on that southern uh soul food just q did not she don't i think to this day she don't like she don't like eating out so she'll rather make her food at home she making biscuits from scratch she 
you get home from school and you just smell the pot of beans and you be like, oh, Q gonna cook today. Everybody make potato salad better than Q. My mother does. I don't you know about me. that, but uh, and I love my granny, but I ain't never had granny's potato salad um, or sweet potato pies. Like I don't like Q. Them her two best dishes. But so I grew up and then my stepmom Angie, she can cook basically just like Q. Like they, she she throws down too. So. I mean, all of the food that I just consumed growing up, we always had. So we, and it wasn't just strictly for holidays with us. Like Q and Angie cook all the time. So of course, holidays was real big. Thanksgiving, everybody in the family would come over to our houses for and eat, for those holidays and eat. But just on just on the weekends, Angie want to cook. She wanted throw a big dinner maybe she don't maybe she want to do soul food in a different way because you know you want to switch up the combination so sometimes she'd be like oh i'm gonna do a uh a short rib and some rice and gravy like stuff like they all cute with smothered chicken oh my god have oh, you ever had chicken smothered is chicken so delicious so it was just like or cube steak and rice with gravy yes like <laughs> we, and, the, and the black um black cast iron skillet yes a must okra Q got me liking okra. okra. I I love Q used to make okra, tomato, and I want to say what um what's those green pink green beans or peas? It's not that's a llama bean. And llama bean mixed that up. Oh my god! It don't. It might like a sacatage. It was so good. So the next question is, what is your signature dish or dishes? Like if. You said you cook now, not probably not all the time, but you cook now. So, what are your signature dishes, like soul food dishes? Uh, my signature soul food dishes, I don't know. Let me see. Um, I don't know greens. I could throw. I down was on just some about greens. to say, Mama, you make the the best oh, greens. Oh, I throw down on the greens because it's it because I put so much love in my greens. I could throw down on the greens. Right. Um. I have to admit, I have to admit that my dressing be hit or miss. <laughs> I, Why just, you say that, Mom? Because sometimes the ratio of the cornbread and all the stuff that you mix in there, sometimes my my ratios kind of be off. Oh. I don't know. I know it's some a few things that I like that you make. I think that you made it when we before you moved here. We visited for Thanksgiving, and I was like, okay, now I ain't never had my mama's, my biological mom's Thanksgiving. We gonna see how this, you know, match up the Q and them. But you you asked me and my brothers what we wanted, and you made everything we wanted. And I remember I was like, you got to be pinto beans and rice there because we always eat pinto beans and rice. You did it a little differently though, because Q put. Um, a ham hock in hers and you put a turkey leg and yeah. i was like i don't know if that's gonna be good man them pinto beans was yes. fire them pinto beans was fire ma and then just recently y'all my mama made some real good peas sweet peas and it was simple like even i just i was yeah. like them sweet peas was the bomb so mama yes. you be throwing down old, the old the old elders uh-huh. And them and them short ribs that Malik wanted. Oh, I put my foot yes, in the ribs, I forgot. Baby. Yes, them short ribs was good. Oh, that was goodness. beef, right? Beef and that's see, that's the thing. My mama, 
I guess we grew up eating a lot of pork because of Q, but I noticed that you don't really do a lot of pork. pork. So eating your food is like different alternatives to the pork, but your short ribs was good. Baby. Them short ribs was good. Yes. And your meatloaf was good too that you made for Christmas. Okay, thanks. I'm just saying you threw down on Christmas. Yeah, that was good. When I get in there, I do it. We ain't gonna talk about the biscuits, but everything else was really good. I don't know. was off of my but game everything else was good because we was all in there throwing down it was quiet it was quiet because we had to wait to 10 o'clock to eat okay but it was good. <laughs> whatever i like my stuff hot off the uh stove right well i don't I'm always right. stick to that story i will always say i'm not one to cook i'm really not a big cook but if i have to cook a soul food dish i think only because I get tasked to do it every year is I do make some good sweet potatoes. I'll yeah. do that. I'll make sweet okay, potatoes. But that's about it. I can't really think of nothing. What about what is this? I really can't really soul, think about nothing else. Is this really a soul food dish? But you always make the um your shrimp dish. Okay, yeah. That's well, I don't think that's considered soul food, but I think for black culture we always got to have a cold salad so right. if you don't have sweet potato if you don't have sweet potato salad then you got to have like a good pasta salad so my friend and my good friend she was my best friend growing up her mom was a really good cook from jersey and so miss nicole used to make a good seafood salad and tay taught me how to make it and her seafood salad is fire so yeah that's about it though i may i might make a good seafood salad I, but i throw down on them yams i hate cutting them up though it hurt my hands but i've mm-hmm. tried to do it three ways i do the regular way that angie taught me how to do it where you just cut them up slice them up bake them you don't even put them on the stove and you just bake them and that take the longest right um and you base them in carnation milk and you put whatever else you want on them and then i I just looked at recipes how to do this the uh for Genesis and Josh. They like the one with the marshmallow. Right. What's that? Um And then one time you did you did another one. I got this from Pastor Marcus wife, Monshare. It was um bacon, maple bacon maple maple bacon. Yeah. And you do those on top of the stove. And I like all of them. I like sweet potatoes though. I eat those. I like baked sweet potatoes, so yeah, that's about it, though. So I can't really brag on just being out here cooking because I'll mess something up in a second. But I'll definitely partake in the eating, if nothing else. I heard that. And I probably need to, just now that now because we're talking about it, I probably need to have mo- more moments like my mama and, like, try to cook more. Like, maybe next Thanksgiving I'll try to cook more of You'll the dishes. You'll do the whole meal? No, but I'll try to cook a lot of the dishes. Okay. Because my brothers got me out here looking bad. <laughs> they yeah. be cooking and you know also <laughs> when you talk about we talk about soul food and the holidays it's yeah. one thing if it's just a regular day of the week right but when you talk about soul food and holidays it's like nope this one this one is making the macaroni and cheese right you can't make it right don't be coming over here with your nope we ain't tested your stuff we don't know about that's your stuff. true this one is making the macaroni yes, and cheese it's tried and true right tried and true <laughs> i like him on stage yes. uh you, this one is making the ham we don't know about your ham right right don't be coming over here with your ham i don't know about your thursday day ham right right you right about that when it come to holidays we ain't trying nobody new stuff <laughs> we ain't try- aunt, right i'm janet cooking mama cooking granny right. like we don't need um me to take and don't the, be bringing do no meal no new recipes up right here. right so getting on to a more um kind of taking this conversation another way 
So during the time of, you know, after slavery, civil rights era, things like that, there were people like Elijah Muhammad and Dick Gregory who felt like soul food was like something we needed to let go of as a as a culture. Mm-hmm. I know Elijah Muhammad was Muslim, so you know right. they let go of pork. It was just they just you know they look at pork as being a um what is it an unclean animal or something it's like an that unclean animal and unhealthy right and then even Dick Gregory he said that was um I wrote it down he basically said that that was us like keep like revisiting our oppression like keeping that up the oh. oppressive memory okay. but then you know you got um a lot of black people who who still to this day we like now nah, as african-americans this is uh, this is ours like this was right. just something that um that's when you think about culture because they right. say we don't have culture this is a part of our culture but but i think it's something to say that these two men i think it's something to talk about like i do think they have a point both of them have a point i'm not gonna say i fully agree with it but i want to know your thoughts do you think soul food is unhealthy because i mean black people i i don't want to say i know the stats but i know a lot of us can end up with diabetes heart problems and you know you consuming these types of food so what do you think well i think when we talk about like okay so now we got to go back to like the slave masters and what they gave to the slaves so they gave them all just the bad portions of everything so then they gave them all this lard and all this all this lard and right. uh the pigs and and we had to make do with that stuff so we bringing this uh from generation to generation and so now right. we as uh African Americans, I'm gonna say that, but I don't really like the term. Yeah, I say Black, Black Americans. Americans. Yeah, we, you know, we would start getting, uh, we were being, we had access to other things like sugar and yes, and all these other things that we could add on to. Yes, I think that it was it was just too much unhealthy food for our bodies. Right, like with all the lard and the right and the pork and the sugar yeah but you know what and the, and the refined the 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 white flour all this yes. stuff was no good right and then when you think and then i've learned you know over the years corn is not good for us yes yeah, sure not and we love us some cornbread or we just right. like corn I, i've been put away with corn right it because it's really not good for us but i i could i could make a mean succotash though i love me some right corn oh succotash. yeah succotash is good but from what you're saying it sounds like you're basically saying it's it, it started as something that wasn't the most healthy but it has gotten even more Worse. unhealthier over the years because i was gonna say i don't think that it's something that was in initially unhealthy. I think they basically, I think during slavery, we can't really even speak for them because we didn't live through that. I don't think they was getting the nutrition that they, they, I don't think they was getting the nutrition that they needed in the, um, in the amount of like, they probably had small servants. They probably only ate once a day and got the bare minimum of servants, but they were still eating fresh veggies fresh healthy food food. and then if and then if i could raise my hand on this part when you talk about the black slaves the the black slaves from a hundred all them years back right they were eating that 
but they was working from sun to sun that's and i was gonna say that so they they we what, 21st century yeah. blacks we ain't working from sun right to sun. even if they ate a pot of chitlins they wasn't they worked them chitlins off you quick, know what i'm saying quick so fashion. they worked them off that day right but then you got us we putting everything in butter right <laughs> Right. and sugar we still got them same chillings in us from five years yeah, ago yeah and we sit at a desk all day or whatever so um i think it's getting more more unhealthy you know bacon is a big thing now um when it just comes to pork it's like now bacon bacon is in everything and pork meat and, and um, butter and butter and now Sugar. we can eat a cow so that's a whole nother type of meat steak and i know red meat don't digest like a chicken or a fish wheel and um we i mean basically everything is fried we ain't baking chicken i mean we will bake chicken but not for the holiday get-togethers you better not really bring no baked chicken to the table or no rotisserie t- chicken so I'll, i can say it's getting unhealthy and i do think when you make a lifestyle of eating like that like i grew up eating like that like that was something that we ate on the regular i just was always a skinny person and i really didn't start gaining weight until i got into my um early 20s so i just was lucky enough to not like when i was a kid it didn't really affect me but i think if i ate like i how i ate growing up i would be obese so um i agree i think um maybe we should think about um eating these types of foods in moderation because honestly people i'm really just thinking about my childhood people really do eat like that on a regular or if or or we can eat these foods but just a healthier alternative like, i was gonna say that too you know what like what i know what do you so how do you feel about just what would healthy alternatives look like for you like a healthy alternative with it still tasting good like a healthy like like i make my greens with uh smoked turkey legs right i don't use the fat bad like right. my mom and them did i don't use all that so i would i would just use now you have to get your taste buds have to be readjusted to that you have to unlearn and relearn yeah but the turf smoked turkey leg is good though but you still but it's still a different taste right or you know or you know um you can cut back on all the butter yeah um you know i got me a I got me a a jar of uh grapeseed oil i'm using that for my oil now right right so I, just, I just fried me some cabbage just today some cabbage in mm-hmm. my grapeseed oil was it good it was delicious right i love cabbage too I, that might be one of my favorite uh veg- veggies Cab- it was delicious cabbage is slept on but yeah um i think i'm see i'm not a chef i don't be cooking the food i just be eating it but i do think there could be a healthier way to prepare it i just i don't know how that would look with it like with the taste but you have to unlearn and relearn you know right right you know i've trained myself to drink coffee without sugar you just have to unlearn stuff right 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 you, you right. know you know um the 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 honorable um elijah muhammad he was right we needed to take a lot of that stuff out of our diets yeah we did and i think and it, and, and it's not knocking what yeah. they did yeah they did what they had to do to survive right right but i do believe 
in slavery they did what they had to do to survive right but when we as black people yeah got access to sugar and right fresh butter and all these other things to add on to make it taste better right because butter make it taste better it right. just does right and we just ran with it yeah and also now you gotta think about it mama that's a lot of people's livelihood soul food restaurants and catering services like even if you just take out the family traditional part of it when we choose to cook it people run like you know i don't know you don't know her but stephanie's is a popular restaurant in greensboro she has two locations been running them for years i've been to that place yeah that's her livelihood to sell food like that so now we saying this is unhealthy cut back that's that's digging into her pocket so well, i just think it's a double-edged it's a double-edged sword that's all i'm to saying because i agree i think and i'm just looking at my belly right now like and i don't eat soul food every day but i eat fried food fried chicken i like i like soul food so i'm i love mac mac and cheese and stuff like that but it's not something at this point in my life that i want to be consuming on a regular basis all the time and often i think for me for real moving forward i just want to have good soul food around the holidays because i don't want to always be eating that stuff like i ate it when i was growing up i i think i would be in a world of trouble and also to piggyback on what you was talking about the livelihood of these soul food restaurants across the country they can still they can still I, I'm, I'm not gonna hate on them right we could do this stuff in moderation though right 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 you know what i'm saying but because it, i'm just being the devil's advocate you know how i am it's it our would culture. affect them if we went if we went into this whole movement of boycotting the soul yeah, food restaurants yeah. that, ain't, that ain't gonna serve i want to see my black people win right right for real cook your soul food cook your johnny cakes i want to come in there yeah, and get but some. the good part about all this is white people and everybody in every other coast and culture and races eating soul food so they ain't gonna lose too much business but you know the black dollar do spend a lot of money on soul food but i was just wondering how you felt about it like health wise because i know you know even me i have people in my family with like uh diabetes and um just health issues I mean, I got, and stuff I mean, so i got we got a diehard soul food cooker probably cooking soul food right now as we speak and that's auntie janet she don't play about her food <laughs> she gonna cook her food right straight up right you know and i have been um health conscious for many years even though my body don't look like it but yes right. we have to get away from all the bad stuff in the food but right. we can still have the food i know i didn't gave up corn right but you know what else we got to do too we got to stay active cq I talked about Q. She was my grandma who literally, she probably still cooks soul food all the time. She is so little. Q is active though. Like she is very active. She has always been active. She's always been a walker. She's, she not lazy either. She, she didn't leave, live a sedentary lifestyle. So I think it's the balance. Like our ancestors, they was out there working, Moving. but they didn't have a choice. So I'm not saying it was cool, but they were actually still working very hard. And I think, even if we want to eat our food we got to understand like get your butt up and walk take a walk after you eat that food exercise on a regular basis and it might make it easier for you to enjoy that food when you you know at your leisure because i think god created the food for us to enjoy ain't that in the book of ecclesiastes 
eat, drink, and be merry, basically. Well, you know, still things in moderation, though. Right, but, but I think you it's got to about- be a balance, too. Like, okay, we are realizing, like, in the black community, um, eating certain foods is unhealthy for us. Mm-hmm. And so on top of moderating it and modifying it, um, let's also take care of our bodies and be Okay, active. but let me raise my hand just to piggyback on what you're talking about. When you're talking about, and I feel that I agree, but just to add on, um, when we eating the soul food as it is, without taking none, nothing off of it, uh, of course we should uh, move around and exercise. But you're talking about just getting weight off our body, but I'm. But what about the stuff that's still in us, like? High, high, high cholesterol. Oh, yeah. Uh, high blood pressure. All this stuff from the salts and from the, the, okay, I see and, what you're and saying. Saturated fats and all this stuff. So that's another reason why we should cut down, cut back. Not right. just for the body weight gain, but for the high cholesterol and the diabetes and all this other stuff. Yeah, like that. that's yeah. true. You're right. So, like I said, it's a double edged sword. It's like, you know. We got to kind of, we got to be real about like having to like give up, give up consuming so much of like the thing we love and the thing that's so, so much a part of our culture, but it's not always the best thing for us, you know? So on that note, um, do you believe personally, like, do you think that soul food is an important part of our culture? Do you think it's still important to black culture? I think it is. It's who it's it's our culture. I mean, right. it's like um, it's like the birthmark that you got on your body. Whatever your birthmark on your body is, that important to you, to to, to you as a person. That's part of you. Well, yeah. Uh, soul food is part of our history, our right. culture. Right. It's a staple in Black American families. Like, even when we talk about Southern food or soul food, what's the difference between Southern food and soul food? Uh, well, white people most cook people, Southern food. So. Most people would think that uh, on a general basis that black people, all black people eat and consume soul food. Right. Because they, cause it is identified as our cultural. Right, right. So, yeah, I think it's important yeah. to our culture. I do, too. I agree. I was going to say, even with trying to figure out healthy alternatives. I mean, I know vegans who recreate their food right. to be to taste like soul food for them. Because even though they might not eat the meat and stuff, they'd be like, I still want that taste. I can still season these veggies up and then fry this cauliflower flour. I don't want none of that, but I'm just saying. Um so yeah i think it's a part of because i think it's a part of culture because it's a part of our history as um african black americans but it's also a part of my history like i grew up from a little girl you know you get a baby the chicken bone you know what i'm saying like you feed them the macaroni and the potatoes like it's just who we are you know we wouldn't it's I that's like one of the dope parts about being black. You know when you link up with your family, y'all gonna eat some good food and all that. So right. yes. And that leads me into my last question. This is a random question, but I just thought about it when I was creating them. What are your thoughts on the movie Soul Food? 
Oh, I how liked did, the movie. How did you food. think that that was a good like like? Did it give a good representation around? It gave a good representation of black of black family, right? Black love and um, the tradition of of a family eating at a table, right? Right. Together because they didn't only just eat at the table for the holidays they ate at the table every night every, every sunday right yeah. so that's a, mama. right but when we talk about the soul food and and how it was not good for us it killed big mama right and she wasn't <laughs> she wasn't giving, she was it not up. giving up on her soul she food really and there's a lot of people like that i was just about to say i think the movie was so awesome because it ba- it basically encompassed everything we just talked about like it showed their history like the little boy who was narrating it who used to, who looked like michael when he was little he was talking about how from generation to generation like we had they did soul food at big mama house and her big mama house and you know she kept that tradition alive it was it was a way for her to get all of her children at the table together and and fellowship and all that they was that food look good too they was on there throwing down but then you know the bad side of it was like it, it really literally killed her like her health was bad and they had to de- um amputate her leg and she was still like i'm gonna eat my soul food her daughters was all that's concerned auntie janet. <laughs> i'm telling you that's auntie janet so um soul food is like really be fitting for like what soul food means but the only disappoint the only disappointing thing about it was i don't think that they tried to start eating healthy we don't i mean you know what i'm saying like they had that one last meal when they all came back together they just ate the bad food in remembrance of their mama which was cool but i didn't see no healthy alternative well at the end they did have a garden in the back but i don't know like that was like my only critique was like dang they could at least for the for health purposes try to do some that somebody bring something have a healthier alternative but they was like no nah. did you know what did you could look at it like this because then when you talk about soul food or just or just a person's cultural uh diet yeah their food we talk about food as comfort comfort right, food right so they was probably comforting themselves yeah well at that moment they did need to have a family dinner because remember people were sleeping with other people's husbands and you know newlyweds was cheating and it was a lot going on you know what as, i'm saying as, as life is. Yeah, so they needed they needed that because big mama wasn't there to help right. them out and they was neglecting uncle pete up there in the room right he they went that sweet potato remember pie. uncle pete was but uncle pete wasn't eating none of the food that was giving him he only wanted the soul food remember when big mama died and one of the daughters kept trying to feed him her little nasty food he kept sliding it back like don't know what this is right he lived a long time off so <laughs> now that was a good movie though i, I like so far i just i thought about that when i was uh formulating the questions like that was a good movie um okay so mama you have any final thoughts before we get into the icebreaker um i i thank you for inviting me to your podcast i appreciate it i love soul food uh what are some of what are, okay let me ask you what are some of your favorite dishes what some, are some of my of favorite, favorite dishes, soul food dishes? Um, like when you get around the thanksgiving table what do you 
what are you thinking about, man? Tomorrow um, is going down. I'm, I'm going straight for this. I'm going straight for that. I love macaroni and cheese and candy yams because them together, too. Like, when your yams and your macaroni on the same bite, oh, my God. So, I, I like the mac and cheese, the yams. Um, so we don't do fried chicken, not really for Christmas or no. Thanksgiving, but I look forward to fried chicken, some good fried chicken, um, with macaroni and yams is still good. But, um, ham, I like the ham. I like the pork. Um, the turkey is, is okay. If it's cooked good, the turkey leg, mm-hmm. I like the dressing, the dressing gotta be good. Um, my stepmom. Who I grew up with, Angie, she was known for making good dressing. She put neck bones in it. And mm-hmm. I mean, in the neck bone juice. And she would bake cornbread. Like, she didn't get no, you know. Yeah, I baked the cornbread, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, be a, having, that's the way you do it. But, I, you know, like, some white people, they have the soft the top but stuffing. But that's called stuffing. This, it's that's disgusting. Called stuffing. stuffing is not good. I, I can appreciate a good stuffing. I want dressing. Oh, but the dressing and stuff is different. Yeah. Um. Remember that year, Granny put it inside the turkey. Oh, so good. Um. I like beans. Like I, I love pinto beans and rice, red beans and rice. Shoot, black beans and rice is even good. Um. Um. I already said macaroni. Um. Greens. I mean, green. I eat greens just by themselves with some greens and cornbread. Mm-hmm. So greens is something I love. Um. I don't know what are some of yours. That's like some of the main things I think about. Well, you know, and I like sweet potato pie. The dressing, yeah, with the the dressing, and I've had, uh, I've had uh, homemade, uh, what you call it, uh, cranberry sauce. Oh yeah, oh it's yeah, delicious. that's good. Homemade yes. cranberry sauce. You know sauce. what, Sheree at my job, she made some homemade cranberry sauce. Woo! It's so delicious. It was. It really but was. I was born and raised on the canned cranberry sauce. I have to have the cranberry sauce with the dressing. Now, okay. I, I know people like y'all, y'all don't really do cranberry sauce. No, because the dressing be so good, you don't need no cranberry sauce. That's with just it. part of it. Oh. And I love the. Um, the greens mm-hmm. and we was we was raised up you take the greens and you take the cornbread and, and you put you, it yeah and you smash it with your fingers it's so no and then there's this festival and in the, the potluck oh yeah it's a festival in the city that q was born in in little hamlet north carolina and they do a little festival every year and they have collard green sandwiches i think i think i brought you one one year and it's like hot water cornbread oh my goodness and then you put delicious. the collard greens in the middle oh my goodness it's so good so let's get into the icebreaker and get on out of here so this is the icebreaker since we are already talking about soul food okay one gotta go oh lord so one soul food gotta go mama oh lord fried chicken macaroni and cheese candy yams or greens one gotta go <laughs> i will repeat it fried chicken mac and cheese candy yams or greens that's that kind of so hard. hard. That's hard because I feel like you need all of them. But if you had to get rid of one of them forever, which one would it be? Oh, that's so hard. I don't that. even know. I'll tell you what I'm keeping. I'm definitely going to keep macaroni and cheese. That's not going nowhere. I love macaroni and cheese. That's a standalone meal to me. Like, I macaroni and cheese is just good. Um, Fried chicken ain't going nowhere either. I don't think I would ever want to live 
life without being able to have a piece of fried chicken. Um, and then I don't know, Mama. This is so hard because I don't even know if I could choose. You got to choose at least one. I think I'm going to say um, because I keep thinking that I would. I would say, well, I would let go the the yams, but then then you take away the the, the sweet from that's the what, savory. That's why I'm so torn because, and you can't live without the macaroni I was cheese. Say, I would go. But would, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with the macaroni and cheese. I I, I can't. I, I gotta live with everything else. You can do without macaroni and cheese. Not really, but oh, if but I had that's to the choose. one. So that's okay. I see. I'm torn because I don't know. I'm gonna keep macaroni and cheese. I'm gonna keep chicken. Yeah. I'll just get some macaroni and cheese off your plate. Yeah, yams and greens. No, you can't eat it. You okay. gotta be done with it. I guess. Oh my goodness, y'all gonna kill me, but I'm gonna have to let the greens go. And I love greens, but I don't think I could like not have the other three because yams. Come on now, some right? Candy because yams. The yams on your plate brings the savory, the sweet yeah. to the savory. So before I get out of here, I just want to remind you to subscribe to me on all platforms spotify and itunes and subscribe to my youtube channel and if you want to find me on social media i am latanya yarber on facebook and at a page of my diary on instagram and my email address is princessdiary2017 at gmail.com and i'll be back next week with another episode bye